Hi, and welcome to Mums at Moan, the podcast where us sisters chat about life as women, mothers, and partners. I'm Shelley. I'm Kirsty. Hi, <laughs> we're back. Um, busy week, weekend. How was yours? Well, I mean, I had a bit, bit of a mishap in the week. Oh. I ended up in A&E. For yes. Four hours. It was very fun. So I was at work, got to my lunch, I went outside as I was coming back into the school, Mm -hmm. the wind blew. Now what I figure it is now, after speaking to Kelly, because I work in the same school as her, that outside of our school, they had been cutting down the a big massive tree that was opposite it. Right. That's what the issue was. But as the wind blew, something went in my eye, which I figure now is probably some tiny piece of wood, something like or, sawdust or something. Yeah, or dust. Yeah, something mm-hmm. went in my eye, and I couldn't see. Oh, it was just going to come out, you know. You normally do when something goes in your eye, you wet your eye a bit, you know, water, rub it a bit, it blink a lot, and it will come out. Mm-hmm. It didn't. An hour and a half later, still not being able to see, I went to Kelly because she's the medical lady. <laughs> so I went to her and said, I still can't see. I can't get it out. Can you see what's in my eye? Mm-hmm. She couldn't see anything in my eye. So they flushed it out. Obviously, we have like tubes of like the little eye wash you get in the first aid kits. Yeah. Like sterile water, and they flush out my eye with that, and it felt a little bit better. So I was like, Oh, it must have come out. Mm. Went back to the classroom, still couldn't see. Mm. It started to get worse and worse again to the point where I couldn't open my eye. And what I now know is when you have something in this one of your eyes, your other eye can't fucking open either because you're constantly blinking <laughs> this one. It's you to blink, obviously. Both of your eyes blink. Yeah. You have to do that deliberately. It doesn't naturally happen on its own. So when I'm blinking this one, because I'm constantly blinking my right eye, my left one's going too. So you basically are blind in both eyes. I couldn't see fuck all. <laughs> and I was like, right. And then it was getting worse and worse. And it got to a point where, because at first I could see it was a bit blurry that I could see. And then it got to a point where I couldn't open my eye at all. Yeah. I went to open obviously my other one it was it was hurting so I physically just could not bring my eyes to open properly mm. um, and so obviously I had to leave because it's very difficult to work with children when you can't see clearly <laughs> I wasn't yeah. helping start they were obviously the other women that I work with they were all looking after the children I couldn't because I couldn't see so yeah. I spent like two hours in work just basically trying to get it out my eye. Couldn't. Went back to like my line manager, the DTA. She had already flushed it, helped flush it, and she was the one that helped flush it out for me and was mm. like, I can't do the thing. So I was like, I have to go somewhere. I had to ring up Brian to say, Can you leave work early? Because I need you to pick up Aiden at half four because I've got to go A and E because I can't see. And I was in so much pain, my eyes were streaming that my yeah. nose was 
obviously some bloody connectors for one goes, that's it, they all go. I was gonna say your whole body just goes into shutdown when something like that happens. You're like, no, not now, please. Yeah, so literally my nose was streaming, my eyes were streaming, I looked at everybody that could see me was like, Oh my god, are you okay? I think they all thought that I don't know, I'd just been crying a lot. Had some really bad news. <laughs> I'm fine, I was like, but I can't see something's in my eye. <laughs> That to about the 50th person that I bumped into in the corridors going backwards and forwards. <laughs> Went to my line manager and was like, I, I, I can't, like, I've got to go. I can't see. Ryan left work early and like came and picked up Aiden for me. And um, I went to A&E. Obviously, my mum also works in the school. She does the after school club. So as I was leaving, she was coming in and I'd already said to Kelly, like, I don't know how I'm getting there because I can't see. So she was yeah. like, you need to ring mum. And I was like, okay, but then you need to cover until mum gets back. Gets here. Yeah. Because the hospital isn't far, but, you know, you can get stuck in traffic at that time because everybody's going to pick up their kids. Yeah, it's and home time. I was leaving the school as mum was coming in it, and I was like, can you just turn around? Because you need to take me to the hospital. I've told Kelly, but you need to take me to the hospital. <laughs> so mum took me into the hospital, obviously helped me check in. Right. At the reception or whatever. Because yeah, I, yeah. I, she sat me then on the chair and she was like, Oh, well, I'll wait for a little bit. I was like, Mum, there's no point. Like, the whole place was packed. Even yeah. I can see that. Like, they just <laughs> out of one eye. <laughs> yeah, like blurry blobs. But I could see there was a lot of people in there. Because, like, I could open my left eye, but only for like a short amount of time because it would hurt too much mm. on my right eye. So I had to shut it because obviously, automatically, when one eye opens, your other one's trying to open. It was just, it was. Horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was what was you gonna say? I was gonna say like that was a funny because we were driving home because it was also random like you didn't tell anyone obviously because everyone technically knew. It just happened at once. Like I rang Brian. Kelly was obviously already there. Mum was taking me to the hospital, so I just she literally took me straight from work to the hospital and left me sitting there because <laughs> I was yeah. like, just, uh, I was like. Don't text me though because I can't read my phone. Yeah. And you know, I'll answer it then and tell you like what's going on. She was obviously like, well, she also had a concert that night as well. Yeah. She didn't work early. Um, so she could go get there on time. So I was like, look, I'll be fine. I'm just gonna sit here. Obviously, they knew I couldn't see, so they were like, to mum when she was leaving, they were like to mum, oh. Don't worry, like someone will come over to her. She just says, like, when they call her name, I'm here. They know yeah. what she's in here for. <laughs> okay. The she blind just, bitch is over there. Yeah, so obviously I told her to go because, I mean, she felt dreadful because I generally couldn't see fuck all. But I was like, I'll be fine. Like, I'm just going to sit here. You're just going to sit here next to me when you can do nothing. I was like, get me some water before you go because I can't see where the thing is. Because <laughs> like, obviously I was then getting a headache because obviously it was hurting my eyes. Painkillers weren't going to help the pain in my eye because the only way that I could stop that was by shutting my eye and even then it's, it was still uncomfortable. Yeah, it's your nerves, like your eyes surrounded by nerves and whatever. So I could take some painkillers and then go, I'll be fine. She felt dreadful. She she didn't want to leave me but I was like, you've got to go, Like you've got to go to work. Mm. Like, <laughs> um, um, I waited four hours. Um, It got to about the third hour maybe two and a half hours in and there's mm. been this woman next to me the whole time with her son and she kept popping because obviously she was a bit of a waiting as well yeah and in the end 
I had to ask her because my nose was streaming like, and I couldn't I couldn't see where anything was so I couldn't go to the toilet because I couldn't see anything Yeah. I, I was like look I'm really sorry I said but I can't see and she was obviously like I'd already hit her once by accident because she was in front of me but obviously I couldn't see her walking in front of me Yeah. so Yeah. I only hit her with my hand while I was moving I was moving like because my bag also the worst day ever I took my laptop in so my bag Oh. was so heavy I couldn't see but I didn't want to put my bag down because I was like I can't see someone Yeah. next to it I'm not going to so I was like gripping onto it but the handle kept slipping so I went to move the handle back up and hit her so I slipped on the handle so sorry so I didn't really want to ask for her help but I sat at the end because I couldn't see I made mum sit at the end and to be honest it was the only seat available anyway but Hmm. I made her sit me, sit me there so that I didn't have to get in people's way so she was the only person next to me Yeah. <laughs> she was the only one I could ask and I was like oh. and I waited as long as I could but my nose was dripping everything was dripping I was like I need some tissue so I was like I'm really sorry but I can't see could you please um get me some tissue oh, of course like she was like it was from the toilet
once she did that, to be fair, I felt a bit calmer. Like she put her arm around me, and I was like, oh, you know, it made me feel a lot better. So if she does listen, I highly doubt. But you know, oh yeah, I really, could you imagine? She's like, is your mum gonna come back and get you? I was like, yeah, she is, because I knew someone would come back and get me. Because obviously, I got fucking see. Was hoping well, yeah, by the you time I get in her car. <laughs> But, yeah, like, you know, I couldn't even order a cab shell. I could not see my phone at all. Yeah. Answering the phone was just simply because I know roughly it's in the middle of my screen. I just kept swiping up until it answered it. Yeah. Um, And I could see, I could vaguely see out of my left eye. So texting, I just had to hold my phone, like, right out to the left so that I could type and hope that it came out how it looked like it was coming out to me. But it really hurt to do it. (laughs) Like I was literally sitting there with my eyes shut with sunglasses on because my eye looked dreadful. Yeah. I had sunglasses on because it was very bright in there. So I looked, I looked dreadful. And I looked so stupid sitting in A&E with sunglasses on. People must have thought I was like, right, fucking weirdo. <laughs> not really, yeah. not A&E. A&E is full of right weirdos. <laughs> but then obviously this woman goes up and gets called in. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm emotional. alone. I was on my own. Then another family came in, and the husband and the daughter sat on mm. the two chairs next to me where these mum and son had already had, had been. Gone. Yeah, and they parked there. The wife, I imagine, she was in like a wheelchair thing. Obviously, she'd hurt her foot. Mm. They parked her next, like she he parked her next to me, and then sat down with the daughter. But then they're talking right over the top of me. Oh, I'm like, oh, for God's sake, like. Literally, like he kept leaning forward, just pretty much had his face like right in front of me, and I'm like, no, if you want to talk to her, like get up, like, yeah, like or escort me off. two seats down. Exactly, like I will swap seats with you. Like there's there's COVID going around, and I'm not being funny. But you're way too close to my face right now. Yeah, fuck off. If you don't know who you are, I could just judge it by obviously vaguely what they were saying, and I can hear because obviously they're talking about the focus off of me. Yeah. And I was sitting there and I was sitting there and it got to about, now it's probably about three and a half hours. And um, I desperately needed to go to the toilet. I was like, I can't hold it anymore. Like, yeah. I have to go. So I stood up and I've hobbled over to where the woman had got my tissue from. So I knew that had to be the toilet, the door that was there vaguely. Because I couldn't yeah. read signs or anything because I can hardly you see. Can I could see. just see that. So I thought, yeah. well, she came in there. So there must be the toilet. And I was hoping it was because... That's where I was going. Yeah. I'm stumbling, where obviously I'm uneasy on my feet because you can't see. You've got no yeah. balance. I've got into the toilet. Honestly, I nearly knocked myself out trying to go to the toilet because <laughs> I'm wobbling all over the place. Yeah. I've gone to the toilet. I've gone to the toilet. Of course, I've come back out, and where my seat was, there's now some other random kid sitting in it. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. Now I've got to find somewhere to stand where I'm not in anyone's way and also try not to fall over. Yeah. And then I'm starting to get way too stressed out. And I'm like, I've been, I'm looking at these people, the people going in and being called in and I'm like, look, I'm telling you, they must have got here after me. I've been here four hours now. Like, yeah. there's nobody left in here that was in here before I got here. Like, I don't understand. So I, then I hobbled over to the reception desk and, um, I must have looked like I was dying because I'm gripping onto everything because obviously I can't see but to everybody else they're just looking at me they probably thought I was this <laughs> they probably did she's I, had I'm a punch and she's yeah, this so I've gone over and I'm like look I'm really sorry but I 
cannot cope anymore. How long is it until I'm going in? Because I cannot see a thing. Like, I need to go in. And he was like, oh, what's your name? I was like, it's Cassie Raptor on the Search for me. Yeah, go did through it. the whole process. And he was like, oh, it's not long now. There's one other person in this year. So I went and then stood right by the main door where all the doctors and the people kept going in. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll be going in here. Stood right there. One person got called. I was like, right, that's me next. Another 20 minutes before they called my name. I was like, what the fuck is he doing in there? Like, <laughs> then the woman that had checked me in, she was like, new. Mm. So the check in process took forever anyway. That woman then comes out and calls my name. I was like, I've waited four hours to be seen by the by person that's just. <laughs> I was like, you're fucking kidding me. Like, I'm like, fine gone in there she's new so she's like sit down and she took like another five minutes and I could hear her in the hallway going oh where is it where is it and then another member of staff goes to her well, what are you looking for I'll help you out and she's like you know it's just horrible when you're new and you know I'm standing there thinking you're about to touch my eye yeah, yeah but she's, she's, not she's new not. she's probably just new to that hospital but when you're that stressed out yeah I get that so I sit on the bed and she's like, I'm putting some numbing stuff in so that I can have a look at your eye, obviously, because in that pain, I won't, I won't, yeah. I'm going to shut, there's nothing I can do. She's like, and then we'll put some dye in and then it, we'll see what we can find. And I'm like, okay. And then she's looking around and she's going, she's gone, oh, I know exactly what it is. And I'm like, okay. You know, you think when someone says that, then they're going to tell you what it is. So tell me. Yeah. I'm looking in my eye and I'm like, and she went, yep, I definitely know what it is. Silent again, carries on looking in my eye. And I'm sitting there like... Okay. And she's like, I'm just going to check one more time. There's, there's nothing in there because I can't see anything in there. And I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck's wrong with my eye then? Am I blind forever? Like, Basically, what's happened? Something had obviously gone in my eye. But when we flushed it, the reason why it eased when we flushed it at work was because obviously whatever it is came out. Yeah. But it had damaged my eye, so I've got like quite a few scratches on my eye. Yeah, she was like, It will heal on its own, like, it will heal. She was like, It will take probably up to a week before you see properly out of it. Yeah. And she um, told me to get some drops. She was like, We don't have them here. She was like, The pharmacy will. She was like, But I'm not going to write you a prescription because you can get it over the counter and it's probably cheaper. I was like, Okay, then. Um, luckily enough, my brother in law picked me up. Because I left, and obviously where she put the numbing stuff in it, it eased it. I wasn't in pain, so I could see. Yeah. By the time I got out of the hospital, I couldn't see a fucking thing because it really this off. did not last very long. I was expecting it to last a couple of hours. No, not at all. By the time I got outside, I couldn't see again. And mm. because the pharmacy at the hospital was shut, because by this time, it's like 7 o'clock. Yeah. Luckily enough, we have a pharmacy down in Acton where I live that's open really late, so we stopped there and was able to get the drugs. And then I basically just came home and went to sleep. But just it was dreadful. And then, like, even now, this happened, what, Wednesday? Yeah. Even now, it is still blurry. I still can't see properly out of it. It's much better. It doesn't hurt anymore, but I can't see properly out of it. No. But your week did get better. It did because luckily enough, we obviously we had booked uh, Fort Park, yeah, for this weekend, and then 
when that happened, I was like, mm, great, I'm not going to be able to see a thing. Having a lot of pain. But luckily, two days of the drops, I still couldn't see very well. But I weren't in any pain anymore. And I could see enough that I could walk down the street on my own. Like, the two days before that, I'd only left the house if I was with mum because I couldn't see properly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd have somebody else with me. But to guide it, you. that, you know, I was, you know, I, I can see enough that I'm, I'm, I'm not a danger hazard. Yeah. So, yeah, so I did get to go to Fort Park, just had to keep taking my drops and for about 20 minutes and not being able to see while I put them in. Yeah. We did have a really good day. I feel like I'm still getting over it. <laughs> because Oh, yeah, me too. it's a very long day. And it's a lot. But then obviously, like, we were, I was saying to, like, our brother-in-law that when you, when you're, doing it when you first get there it's like bang ride bang ride so you're on this like adrenaline rush but then when you stop say like we stop for lunch and stuff when you stop then it all starts to hit you and you sort of deflate Yeah, yeah, so it is true. She had that bit of a break. It's like, oh, I'm knackered. yeah so Because that was the adrenaline keeps you going, doesn't it? yeah a hundred percent It is what keeps you going. It gets you moving. And you just, you, you're hyped. So you want to go on to the next one. But I went on And what Reddit. we had for Park, uh, we had for Park, we had Fast Track. So Yeah. it was a big queue. Whereas, like, the last time I went for Park, you're hanging around for so long in the queues. Like the last time I went, we went on four rides and it was two rides that we went on twice, which yes, that was just because obviously the people I went with didn't want to go on other rides. But Yeah. that's all we literally did. And we were there for like six hours. Yeah, And that's exactly. we got we left earlier. So obviously if we'd have stayed later, we would have had longer. But each ride we were queuing up for was like an hour. Yeah. Whereas when we went, we'd done four of the main rides within the first hour because we didn't have to wait. Yeah. And because we got there pretty much as it opened, even Well, the queues yeah. in general weren't that long. So the fast track, obviously, it was like you're there and you're going straight on. Yeah, because when we first got there, the queues were all, the max one was like half an hour for the first two hours that we were there. After Yeah. that, they started. But the longest we waited was 15 minutes, and that was on a ride where the queue was. over 60 minutes long Yeah. it's Yeah, still exactly. much quicker So I went on Reddit, right, to see if there was any stories about Thought Park specifically. I didn't really look at other ones. But um, I, di I didn't see a lot. In all honesty, a lot of it was like either... videos of people going on rides or um adverts kind of thing but there was this one ask uk is the name of the of the subreddit right and it says why does fort park have such a bad reputation in the uk and i was like that's it <laughs> i didn't know this but the comment the first comment on it was like perfect for me so it says they have nowhere to store car doors And all rides are full of inconsiderate arseholes. <laughs> yep, good old in between is. The Yes. first one was like, it took me a good like 20 seconds to click on to that. I was like, what is she talking about? Yeah, but the funniest thing was a couple of people continued the joke. And it was... Um,
waiting all the time and you don't get to sit in the front and then someone else put Mr. Monkey is pretty cool though. Um, just hope he doesn't take his suit off. It's quite funny because we ended up speaking about that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Because we got to the front of Nemesis Inferno, which is obviously the main part of that episode. And yeah. it was when we got there that our brother-in-law realised that that was the ride. So then he started quoting it. Yeah, he did. Which was quite funny. But I do always think about Mr. the Mr. Monkey thing because he get he strips off, doesn't he? Because he gets stung by a bee. Yeah, he does. So I thought that. But otherwise, I didn't find anything too exciting. Oh, no. I think it's a strange one. If you Google things like a specific place like that, you're just going to get um, most of this. If you, it's from actual people, it's just going to be like complaints or questions about it, like people saying. Yeah, exactly. Really far, you know? um, I did get a mystery list for us. Okay. However, it's more based around the nice weather we've been having. Okay. Because obviously when we went Fort Park, this is now the start of, we've got a week-long heat wave again in the UK coming up. Yeah. So when we were there, what was it, highs of 26 degrees Celsius? And then later on in the week, it's supposed to get to like 35 or something <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, the weekend is supposed to be like very cool, very bad. Yeah. So, so I found a list of nineteen of the most British things about summer. Okay. So pick a number. Two. Two, obviously. Adding fruit to alcohol. Well, good old pims. Good old pims, and the the first. Any other drink that people add fruit to? Well, to be fair, at the very the first sentence after that heading is: as soon as the sun comes out, you turn your you turn to your thirsty friend, Pims. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying, Pims. But then, to be honest, even some places like they'll, I guess they put like like in normal soft drinks, like for example, you'll put like cucumber in your water, supposed to make it more for it. Refreshing for the summer. Mm -hmm. I've never personally done it. I don't think it make much of a difference. But no, I've tried with strawberries before, but then gave up and just ate the strawberries. Yeah, I mean, I don't really think part of it. They didn't make a difference, to be yeah, honest. But... Like, it just gives you a snack to eat with it. Other than that, I don't think it actually would affect the taste. Like, I think if you've had lemonade and pims, it's still going to taste like pims. Just doesn't feel like Pims without fruit. Yeah, no, it doesn't. No, it might not. But enough that you're gonna notice because if it was like a drink where you had all of one fruit in it, so like if you have vodka and lemonade and just put just strawberries in it, mm. then maybe it would. But because there's such different, like you have got strawberries, you have got the cucumber. What else you put in it? The mint. Mint. Yeah, yeah, I don't like putting mint in it. Like, if I make it at my own, I don't put mint in it. No. But that's For one thing, yeah. like, the other one, you just eat it after. Yeah, yeah. Who eats mint like that? No, well, 
I'm sure some people do, but not me. Not me. But when I have um, alcoholic drinks like that, I tend to drink it for a straw. And the mint just clogs up the straw. Yeah, it does. Like, horrendous. Because, obviously, Pims is like a summer drink. It's hot, so you generally have ice. Now, if you have ice in the drink, I will always have a straw. Yeah, because it touches your teeth. Yeah, and my frontal teeth are really sensitive, and I don't like it touching my teeth. No. So and then the mint just clogs it up and it really gets on my nerves. So whenever we make pins, like for a barbecue, for a barbecue or, you know, or whatever, yeah. I won't put mint in it. No. I mean, when have we ever had mint around anyway? Well, no, but obviously if you really like pins with the mint, you would put it in. But yeah. I no. Do. I still put the fruit because I'm just like, it's not like it's not pins otherwise. No, it's but not. I don't flavour it just makes it look good yeah because it's a cocktail it makes it look like a cocktail otherwise it looks like you're just drinking juice yeah I think that's why we have to put fruit in it because then it looks like a cocktail and it makes it feel like you're on the beach there you go Um, I'm going to pick number six because this one I always think of when it gets hot and then it's false in brackets whispers of a hosepipe ban Oh, every year. Always the talks of hosepipe bands. And I always think, like, do you even understand why? Well, I don't know, save on the water, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, but why? Well, it's because in the summer, obviously, like, people will water their plants more and shit like that. Yeah. And it wastes water. Yeah, but what's the difference with the hosepipe? Well, because... If you're because a hose pipe is constant running water coming out of it, so you waste a lot more. Whereas well, if you're filling, if you're watering it with like a a bucket or a watering can, you don't water plants with a bucket. But a watering, <laughs> I meant a watering yeah. can, but bucket came out first. So if you're using a watering can, obviously you're a lot um more delicate with the amount of water you're using because you're not going to fill it up every two fucking seconds. So you make, yeah. you make it last, like you make sure it spreads out of all of them. Well, this it's is a lot. Of- the funniest thing about this section is one of the like, because you know how sometimes they have a little paragraph underneath, the little paragraph is like, your granddad will announce that he won't be complying and will risk being fine to continue watering his allotment. What a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been our to be fair. I'm still watering my plants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, like, does anybody actually do it? Like, I feel like... Like, home, like, doing your front garden, for example, because other people could, you know, see it, whatever. But the people generally, like... The people, for example, that have, like, massive gardens with loads of flowers, mm. and in their garden you're not going to let it like die just because they put a hose pipe ban on and I can't imagine people with like massive gardens like that are walking around with a fucking watering can <laughs> no uh, with no picture of doing that I personally feel that it's something parents say so they don't have to fill up a kid's paddling pool yeah it could be I mean like take for example today we had the paddling mm. pool out. Yeah. God. Like, mum and dad, we went to mum and dad's. And yeah. we had the paddling pool out. It was fine. 
like filling that fucker up is so annoying. I I literally filled up a quarter of it, and that was it. Like I'm not happy enough with that. But just because I was going backwards and forwards with a bucket, because we ain't mum and dad. Don't yeah, because mum and dad don't have an exterior tap. Holding, you need to get one. Like, or get the one that, you know, you can put onto the kitchen sink. I was going to say, like... Spread it through the kitchen window, because I was like, that, that's a nightmare. We yeah. could have filled it up in five minutes. It took us 25 minutes to blow it up and fill it up. And it was literally, like, a quarter full. It wasn't even halfway full. Yeah. I just said, like, I said to Aiden, he was like, well, that's not a lot of water. I was like, look, if the water comes out, I will fill it up again. Yeah. I never did. No. But... Because Probably. 10 minutes later, it would be when they're splashing, well, you lose all that water, it's gone. <laughs> exactly, I wasn't going to go back with the water. But I would, if they'd have lost a lot of water, then I would have. But yeah. there was plenty of water in there that they could play with. And they wouldn't have filled it up much higher anyway, just because Thomas and Charlie were getting in it. Obviously, they were a lot smaller. Yeah. But I would have filled it up a bit more if we'd have had, like, a hose. But I was like, I've got a tight... I was like, I'm knackered. Especially in the heat. I was like, I am way too hot to be walking backwards and forwards like this in buckets. Yeah. Pick another number. Um, ten. Ten. Oh, I was just looking at ten as well. Uh, beaches over full capacity. Yeah, well. It being busy on a hot day. Yeah. But to be honest... A lot of like few times we've been to the beach. Obviously, we only go if the weather's going to be nice because we don't live near a beach. We live in London. <laughs> well, so you, got you to... say that, Kirsty. <laughs> you can't discount our amazing trip to uh, to Brighton before yeah, Storm Eunice came around. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were travelled up there to go to a tent shop because we go camping, and it was only like an extra like forty five minute drive onto Brighton from where we were. So we were like, oh. So it will go, they can go on the pier, go on the arcade, like the kids will have fun. Yeah. It's a nice day Because the weather, to be fair, we did know it was coming, but the weather actually on the day, and it, it was, was supposed, supposed to be, to be that bad. And it hadn't come yet. So, And the weather on that day wasn't actually that bad. So I was no. like, well, fine, like, we'll go. Yeah. And while we were there, it was fine, to be fair. It was raining, but it wasn't like bad it was fine um when it came to us leaving and we left the pier to go to the car the cars, about 40 minutes for about a 15 minute walk because the wind and the rain was that bad it was literally pulling us away we had all yep. the kids all the doggies. there was you and dad pushing yours yep. and you nearly out. now my dad you know He's, he's not exactly the skinniest or shortest of people, you know. No. He's a big fella, and he nearly got taken out by the wind. Then yep. you had me and Mum, Thomas and Aiden, and my aunt Belinda, who literally <sighs> was flying away. I was holding her to get us there. At one Finally, point, she held on to a lamp post for help. <laughs> we got near the, the car park. The car park you had to basically go off of the main seafront and up the road a bit and then yeah. it was there but it was up the hill now obviously you've got the buggy we took had to take Thomas out of the buggy because the buggy was going flying and I was like if that goes at least he ain't in it and because for it, him his buggy is forward facing so he's yeah, getting so it all in the face 
yeah, because it's 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 a rough time now. Like you know, it, yeah. <laughs> it was, and I basically because I live in a flat, obviously, I got a very lightweight buggy that folds yeah. up to next. Obviously, I have to carry it up the stairs, mm-hmm. and then it has to stay in my flat. So obviously, don't want to take it up lots of space, which is very good. But in that kind of weather, it's so light. There's no bloody weight to it. No, it flies and away. It's so bad. We physically could not move it. And I was like, we've got to get him out of there. Because it was making yeah. me even more, more nervous that this buggy was going to go and it was going to take him with it. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, the buggy didn't go. But it was making me paranoid. So it was, out, was literally fine. like when people say you're in the eye of the storm, it definitely yeah, it felt like we were. <laughs> Um, but we get to the corner where we're going up and then it's literally like maybe like 10 metres and you're in the door for the car park. Yeah. We get to that road and obviously where you're turning up is like a tunnel coming down. Yeah, it's a wind so tunnel. It's even worse on that road. And we're, obviously, I'm then helping mum with the two kids and the buggy to get them up, thinking my Aunt Belinda is behind me. <laughs> I get to the door to push them in the door I turn around and she's not there and I'm like where is she gone I've looked down the road and she is holding on to a lamppost she's gripping on for dear life I'm like what are you doing and I come down and she's like I can't let go I'm gonna fly away I'm like oh for god's sake I've had to grab her then I've got the kids out already in the car park. I've had to go back, grab her, and pull her along into the car park. Honestly, we all got into that car park like entrance bit, and it felt like we'd all had facelifts. What well, I'd imagine uh-huh, it to be honestly. like, yeah. My whole face was tight and pulled back. I was like, I had a headache yeah. from where it was that powerful. The wind in giving me a headache. That yeah. was a bad trip. And the funniest thing is that your son used to love the beach so much. Aiden was obsessed with the beach. If you said anything, it'd be like, we're going to the beach, and he would not let go until you went to the beach. And now yeah. you tell him... Are we going Brighton? And if you say yes, <laughs> no, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I've traumatised that <laughs> poor boy. We have to tell him we're not going to Brighton. Yeah. We have to tell him on the because he won't remember when he gets there that it's that seaside because it's the seaside, isn't it? They generally all look yeah, the same. they all look the same. But like, we went to Alpen two weekends ago and when we said we were going to go to the beach, he was like, no. Are we going Brighton? No, I'm not going Brighton. Not the windy I'm beach. Going... Not the windy beach. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's a different beach. Oh, okay, I'll come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, right, let me pick one. Now, this one I'm picking, number 15, because my poor partner is this right now. Um, The burnt lobster look. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't Will, have this problem. you don't have this problem? No. I get dormantly, like, I'll go burn, but, like, I'll burn, but mine turns to a tan very quickly. Like, I yeah. don't actually get that red. Generally, most of the time, I just go brown. And I'll have like a tinge of red if I get yeah. really bad. The only part of me that burns badly is my nose. Yeah, my same. Really Everywhere else doesn't. Yeah, I'm the exact yeah, same. My, my nose face. always burns. Yeah, my face always goes. 
Mm. Well, obviously, like we said, we went for a park and it was the beginning of the hot day. So it was quite hot. And we tried. Like we had hats, we had our sunglasses, we tried to stay pretty covered, but cool. Now, my yeah. partner, William, is ginger and fair skinned. So he's the one out of all of us that really needed to stay the most covered. And to be fair, I thought he did quite well. Like he had a he has a cap and he was wearing it all day, or he'd even turn it round so it was covering his neck. But you should see how red he is, Kirsty. He's he's bright red, like he's tomato red. Yeah, but that's like Brian. Brian goes like that. He goes red and white. That's it. Mm. Yeah, white exactly. White. He does not tan. He just goes red and then no. back to white again like a couple of days later. Like whereas me, if I'll get burnt, like within like a day or two, it's a nice brown. No, he'll be back at white. Like, yeah. he's literally white and that's it. Yeah, that's Will. It's the exact same. But then they're both, isn't Ryan Scottish as well, isn't he? Irish. Oh, Irish. Yeah, that's true. But I think they moved to Scotland. Yeah. So sure. there you go. So then, you know, it's it's still Celtic. So the, it's the fair skin yeah. places. So that that's how their skin is. But he's Will's the exact same. He is either bright red or white. <laughs> you can see that's the thing. Thomas. For example, when we went South End, mm. he, he somehow burnt himself, mm. but it, none of us did. Like, well, Charlie did again. You know, she obviously takes after her dad quite a lot. Yeah, but she only got like one line on her head. That was it. The rest of her had nothing. Well, this is the Thomas, thing. The only one out of all of us that would burn. Yeah, his whole arms, bless him. <laughs> He was just, and I was like, how? Like, he was in shade for a lot of it. Yeah, he was he's in the and asleep. Like, how is he burnt? Like, but he got oh. burnt. Aiden had nothing. Yeah. Aiden had, has like a, like, when you take his t shirt off, he's got like a t shirt mark. He's got a tan line, yeah. <laughs> yeah, from like, because obviously, even in nursery, like, he's out in the playground all day. Obviously, he just has a t shirt on because it's hot. Mm. So, but he turns. Aiden takes after me. He tans. Thomas clearly takes off for his dad. Yeah. He went red and he still has a t shirt mark, but if you compare him to Aiden, he hasn't got a t shirt mark at all. No. Like, it's so light that you cannot see it. He's just gone back to white. Yeah. Well, guys, I think that teaches you to stay safe in this sun that we're going to have for the next week or so. Hats, sun cream. For two days now, mm. I've been wearing to get some colour. Mm-hmm. I have not got no colour on my legs. Now, not that I'm promoting this, but like I did wear <laughs> sunblock. Because I, if I, I wear sunblock, can. I won't get nothing. Mm, like, same. that's what I'm If I block, I won't get anything. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know, like, my skin just seems to soak up the sunblock. And it's not like other people where you've got to top it up throughout the day. No, my body just, I'll get nothing. Like, yeah, yeah. I went abroad with Ryan. Um, we went to Barcelona, and for the first three days, obviously, you know, it's hot out there. You wore Factor Fifty, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just in case. For the first three days, I did not get no color at all. I stopped wearing it in the end. I was like, this I've only got two thing. days, and I'm coming back 
the same white that I came. This is the thing. When me and Will went Mauritius, same, like, you know, oh, you have to get so hot. And obviously, because of Will being so fair-skinned, I was like, no, you definitely need sun cream. But the first day we didn't. And I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get tan for the first day. And then, you know, I, same as you, I'm pretty sure I came back whiter. Will, on the first day, was like purple. That's how burnt he was. I was actually worried for his health at one point. Because obviously I said to him, like, it's different kind of sun over there. It's different kind of heat. Like, you need mm-hmm. to wear sunblock. Made sure we, I bought the factor 50, you know. <laughs> we put it on. Normally, like, even though it says, like, waterproof, once you've got in and out of the pool a couple of times. Yeah, it's gone. It come mm. I don't know what, what they changed the sunblock to in the last, like, five years. Because it never used to be that way. I used to wear sunblock and, and still wear a tan. Like, the other yeah. times I've been abroad. So, I did it this time. Nothing. Literally mm. nothing. The last two days, neither of us wore anything. Which, yes, I'm not advising because it, obviously. It's still very dangerous, day. yeah. But that was the only way I could get a tan. I'm telling you, three or four days that I was there and I had nothing, not yeah. one little mark on me. And I was like, this is this is a joke. I'm going to go back. And bearing in mind, we went and that ended up being the hottest week of the year in the UK. Yeah. Like, that year was just as hot. You were like, say it was 30 there, it was like 27 here. Yeah. Like, Are you kidding me? You came back and it rained. <laughs> Like, I was like, this is a joke. <laughs> yeah, but it's your luck. We talk about you, Kirsty. Your miss is unlucky. Yeah, yeah. I'm but yes. Unlucky. So I think we'll wrap it up there, though. Because, yeah. yeah. So stay safe in the sun. Do wear sun cream. Don't listen to her. <laughs> yeah. Don't take my advice. It is yes. not advice. No, it is not. Drink water, wear hats, wear sun cream, and have fun. And if you feel like it, drop us an email. Get in contact with us. We've got Facebook, which I'm still working on. Um, TikTok. Yeah, which time to be Yeah. But we're on the yeah. holiday soon, so not that you have six weeks off, but I do. So you I will do. have time. Yes. Doing it out. Yeah, exactly. So, but we do have TikTok, we've got Facebook, we have an email, all mums that moan, and the email is mums that moan at gmail.com. So, just get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. And any stories you guys might have, we'd love to read them. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye.